Everybody, here we are again for Full Flex Friday. I am Tyler, and this is the Journey Doses podcast with Ash and Ty. As you well know at this point, Full Flex Friday is just me, just Tyler. That's all you get. No, Ash, sorry about that. I know you like her, but it's just me today. And we are about a week away from Christmas, a couple weeks away from the new year. A lot of things going on in everybody's lives. I feel like the holidays always puts a magnifying glass on whatever's going on within us, within our families, within our minds, within our work situations. Everything gets put on under a magnifying glass. Everything comes to a head, as you will. Um, and that can make these times really stressful. Um, I, myself, the last few days have feel, been feeling pretty stressed out. Not necessarily because of typical holiday stress, because I'm not living a typical holiday life right now, because we're on the road, but other things, and I will get to that, but first I want to say thanks for being here, I appreciate you for listening, for supporting me, for supporting us in this podcast, and I really hope that anything I have to offer finds your heart, finds your mind today. Um, I don't do this just for me, I do do this to be... Uh, in support and uh, of motivation to your process as well. So hopefully anything that I offer today or any day serves you in some way because uh, that really makes me happy when it does. So I'm kind of, um, I'll just update you with how I've been feeling the last few days and what's been going on here where we are right now in the trailer and in our journeys. We're in Idlewild, California and we were here last week when I did this recording as well. I believe, and uh, it's been super cold, it's snowed twice on us, uh, and also rained a ton, so the weather has been a really interesting um, effect of where we are right now, and because of that effect, I've been feeling a, a particular way. I very much need space and the ability to explore um, to move. Uh, I do a lot of my movement and exercise outside, as you guys probably see on Instagram and all the other places. So when the weather is poor and I'm, air quotes, stuck inside, that can be a little difficult for me. 
And now that I'm living in a trailer that is, you know, big for a trailer, but small for a living space, I've been feeling very confined. Another layer of that is that Ashley has had to do most of her candle making processes inside because of the snow and cold and rain and all that, which she typically does outside. She has a little table set up with a canopy that covers her, um, but with the snow and weather, she's not been able to do that stuff outside. So it's all come inside. And uh, I'll just say that it's been very chaotic, very messy in the trailer. And I've been feeling very agitated because of this. Now, I actually had a coaching call yesterday with my dear friend, Jason Olivia. If you guys don't know, he's at Phoenix Within Coaching on Instagram. He's also a whole being coach. If you guys are familiar with Jator Pierre's whole being school of holistic lifestyle coaching. Anyways, he guided me in a session yesterday that allowed me to discover more about myself in feeling out of control with a chaotic or stressful environment. I'm not going to get too deeply into it, but I'll just say that as I begin to own my perceptions and internal state of agitation, it allows the environment around me to be as it is, and I'm allowed to reduce my stress about my environment through addressing my perceptions and my inner child who felt out of control with their environment at some point in their lives. This is getting pretty far off into the woods with the inner child work, but I'll just say as a result of this coaching session, I'm feeling much better about the wild environment uh, going on in the trailer right now. And that's a little bit of an update about how I'm feeling, where we're at. Um, there's still a ton of snow on the ground. It's supposed to snow again on Christmas. Hopefully all this melts by the time that happens, but I will be doing Full Flex Friday next week, the day before Christmas as well, so I'll update you then. And let's get into the meat of what I wanted to talk about today. There's a few things I'm kind of playing with in regards to what I wanted to share today, and the first one that feels pretty potent for me is giving versus receiving. And this is pretty obvious to you, I would imagine, based on what Christmas is about in some way. Um, obviously, Christmas is about many different things. One of the themes of Christmas, though, is giving. It's giving gifts. Giving whatever. Whatever you want to give. It's about giving and sharing. And this is obviously beautiful. And it's important for us to give, to feel whole, to feel good about ourselves uh, in the presence of another. And it, when you bring joy to someone's life by giving them something that they would like, something they need, that feels really, really good. I know, I, I've done it, <laughs> believe it or not, I have done it. I have given, given people gifts that makes them happy, and that in turn makes me happy. But here's another piece to the holidays that I find really interesting that most people don't focus on. How good are you at receiving gifts? 
Have you noticed at any point during your adult life that it's actually awkward for you to receive things? Now, there's a lot of things that go into this. Maybe, you know, you're not receiving the gifts that, you know, really excite you or, you know, for some reason the things that you get aren't quite as exciting as the things that you would get as a child. To a child, things are new. Uh, they're, they're discovering and playing with new toys, new things, and um, the excitement and joy level in general within a child is much higher. But I don't think it needs to be this way. I think that an adult can experience as much joy, as much excitement, and as much fulfillment from a gift as a child can. Do you believe that? Do you agree with me? It's okay if you don't. I think that the reason we don't experience the same level of joy and excitement from receiving gifts is not because things are less exciting. There's plenty of exciting things that we can receive as a gift. But it's our callousness that's created through our life, through difficult experiences. It is our reduction in allowing ourselves to feel joy for whatever reason. So what I'm saying here is that we all have the potential to experience joy and excitement from the gifts that we receive even when we're adults. And I've noticed this and this is this thought came to me about, man, I don't even know, like nine months ago when a group of friends and I were uh, sharing a very special experience and we all decided that we were going to offer each other compliments and offerings of love. And it was really easy for all of us to give compliments of love. It was no problem for us to give. But when it came to us receiving, it was actually more challenging. And this is actually the case for me, for sure. When I, when it was my turn to receive the compliments, it was as if there was a part of me that felt like maybe I didn't deserve these things, or maybe I didn't believe people. And this can go to any gift that you might receive during the holidays. Maybe there's a feeling within you or a feeling within me that feels like I'm not worthy of receiving this. Or maybe this person is just giving it to me because they have to. And it's not coming from an unconditional love kind of place. So maybe you understand how there's a lot of things that get in the way of us wholeheartedly receiving the things that we receive. There's so many different ways and places that receiving can be um, difficult. Let's talk about the bedroom. Have you noticed that sexually you're more willing to give than you are to receive? I know this is the case for me. And again, this can be applied and thought about as, well, by giving pleasure or giving gifts, I receive my joy. That's totally valid. That is totally possible. 
And if you're completely negating yourself from receiving and enjoying receiving gifts, pleasure, compliments, whatever it is, there's a missing piece to the amount of joy that you can be experiencing, the amount of pleasure that you could be experiencing. So throughout the holidays, what I'm going to do as I receive things, and not just through the holidays, but I hope to apply this in my life going forward, and I will share a specific uh, place that you might want to earmuff if you're uncomfortable with sexual talk. Um, but before I get there, first try to see how it is as you receive gifts within your body. What does your body feel like as you receive a gift? And where does your mind go? Hey, Shauna. Where does your mind go as you receive something? Is it automatically judging the gift? Is it automatically saying to yourself, oh, this is you know, not what I want, or um, this doesn't feel as good as me giving the gifts? So are you trying to skip forward to you giving your gifts to somebody? See what happens when you receive the gifts this holidays, or compliments at any time. So for myself, the, the practice of receiving has really been, like I said before, in the bedroom. And Ashley might not like me talking about this, so. Um, if Ashley's dad is listening, earmuffs, Mike, sorry about this. And this goes for any relationship that I've been in. But as far as receiving goes, it's been difficult for me to receive um, sexuality just for the sake of me. It's difficult for me to just receive. It's much easier for me to give. Why is this? What is it about this that makes it more difficult for me to receive? And I've played with this idea, and I can't say I have a solid answer, but I'll give you my thoughts on that. There's a part of me that feels my worth in giving and making people feel good or making somebody feel healthier. I find worthiness within myself by being a helper by being someone who brings somebody else joy or contentment in some way. I do not feel worthy in receiving things that people believe I deserve because for some reason I don't trust that what they say as what I deserve is actually honest and true. Now this is sad. Obviously we all want to believe that what somebody is giving us is something we deserve. But reality is, at some point along the line, I learned that I'm not worthy of receiving certain things. And over time, as I feel safer and safer with every partner, I feel much more worthy and able to receive. And this is awesome because we all want to be able to receive everything. Gifts, oral sex, whatever it is, we all want to be able to receive. So I'm going to wrap it up with giving and receiving there. Notice what it's like for you to give. Notice what it's like for you to receive as we progress through Christmas, through the holidays, through your romantic relationships, wherever it is, compliments from coworkers. It could be really applicable to all the places. Okay, so the next topic that I want to get into is spaciousness and this is obviously very relevant to what I shared earlier about where I'm coming from by living in the trailer now I felt 
as little spaciousness in my life that I've felt in a very long time because I live in a trailer, because I live very closely to my partner, Ash, and we have two cats, we have a dog, like, there is so much shit in this trailer, and things, and, you know, living beings, and it's difficult to navigate my own self within all of this, as I, as I mentioned before. So it takes a real conscious effort to find space for myself. Now, if you're a parent, you have multiple kids, or you know, you're in a, in a relationship that you feel very close to, possibly even codependent with, and you know, how do you know that you're codependent with your partner? Well, ask yourself, when was the last time that you stepped away from your partner and did something on your own where you felt like you didn't have to tend to their every need when you were gone or that everybody felt safe and comfortable when you guys were apart? That's how you check in to see whether or not you're living in a codependent relationship or not. Do you guys feel okay being separate from each other? And this goes for children as well. Do you feel okay and safe being away from your child? And does your child feel okay and safe being away from you? Are you and your partner able to go away from your children for a weekend to take care of yourselves and have space away from your, your child or your children? All good questions. Now I don't have kids, easy for me to say. All I can say is I've been reading a lot on both relationships and parenting and how they all play a part. Uh, Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel has been really spot on with this. So check that book out if you want to know more about um, intimacy, eroticism, and how being parents and uh, living in a romantic relationship can be affected by having children if you aren't already living that. So wherever you are, whatever kind of relationship you're in, do you feel like you can create space for yourself? Do you feel like you can have your own time to take care of you and do the things that you enjoy? That's what space means to me. Space means I'm able to recover my energy and feel better by what I can do just for myself. So, we're in a trailer, we're in a foreign place, <laughs> not a foreign country, but a foreign place to me, very small town, bunch of snow, it very much limits the space that I have. It very much, and this is my story, it very much limits the things that I can do to find joy and peace within just myself. So when I don't have that spaciousness, there's an agitation and impatience that arises within me. Have you noticed this within yourself lately? And during COVID, <laughs> let's look back on COVID, we were all stuck in our homes or somewhere that maybe you were with many people, as I was. I was living in a house with four other people, two other dogs, and two cats. And space was extremely limited. And when I say like extremely limited, I mean like there was no fucking space and that was really difficult. So maybe you could look back on some point in your life recently, whether it be COVID or any other time where you felt like you didn't have the space to explore and take care of yourself. So what am I doing about this? What is Tyler doing about this? 
Well, something that I uncovered with my coach that I actually resisted within myself was that there is an unlimited amount of space when I go into my own consciousness. What the fuck does that mean? Have you ever been in a meditation or a state of trance where you felt like it was endless and there was no time? This is what I mean. I can go into myself with meditation, trance, whatever, whatever modality that I want. And that is where real space is created. It's created within myself. It's giving myself permission to explore the depths of who I am, to explore my feelings, to explore my thoughts. And if you've ever taken a look at your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your internal state, <laughs> you've probably noticed that that place is unlimited and ongoing forever. You can spend a lot of time on all of these things. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend a little bit more time going inward and, and finding the spaciousness within myself through meditation, through a little bit of a movement meditation, through some breath work, and contemplation just in a quiet place whether that be on a walk with porter or any other place that i could find and that could be even in the presence of ashley but it's really just being more open to what's going on within me and seeing that space within myself so for you maybe you feel like you can't create that space from yourself you can't get away from your kids you are in such a co-facilitated partnership with your romantic partner in parenting your children there's no way that you can step away from them either well people I understand that it can be hard I understand that it can feel impossible and if you want to change something you have to first overstep the feeling that there's nothing that you can do because there is always something that you can do even though that you feel like you can't. Will it be difficult? Sure, it takes stepping out of your comfort zone. But maybe it's just asking your partner, hey, can I just have 10 minutes to myself to go on a walk? Or can I have 15 minutes to myself to sit in a bathtub with no interruptions? Maybe it's just you and yourself putting your phone on airplane mode and enjoying a little bit of space from everybody who's trying to get your attention through your device. Maybe it's taking a weekend day to disconnect from all internet electronic devices. Maybe it's TV, taking space from that. Whatever it is, I encourage you, especially through the holidays, to take a little bit of space and time for yourself. And usually planning this out Meaning like if you have to put it in your calendar, put it in your calendar because this could be really helpful. Book yourself your self time. Create that space for yourself consciously and go in with the intention that you are going to recover your energy, your joy, yourself, your peacefulness, your love, all of these things within this time. Bada bing, bada boom. There's number two. And the last thing I want to talk about today is... Something I'm playing with that I'm curious if you might find interesting. I'd be lying if I said that 
things are going extremely smoothly with Ashley and I's relationship as we're on the road. It is a very stressful experience here. We are not extremely financially well off to feel really safe as we're going about this journey. Uh, things come up like a window falling off the trailer or you know our sewage was actually backed up recently and you know it's there's a ton of snow around us that we might not be able to get our trailer out of the snow there's stress all all over the place and what happens is is your stress is then projected i'll say my stress is then projected onto ashley her stress is projected onto me which creates stress within the relationship maybe you've noticed this and it doesn't necessarily need to be a romantic relationship but have you seen that anytime you feel stress whether it be with work finances um, sickness, health, that your stress is then projected onto somebody else. That's kind of the way it works because it's difficult to integrate the stress that we're experiencing. I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but that's just how things tend to be. So what I'm thinking about lately is how to approach a relationship in a heightened state of stress. Um, and what I've come up with, at least what I'm playing with, that I'm curious about your feelings around is, what if you had a relationship blueprint for the person in front of you? Meaning, what if you knew, as much as you could know about the person in front of you, and then you approach them knowing all of these things, the way that they communicate, the way that they experience love, you know about their childhood trauma, you know their blind spots, you know the, the things that hurt them the most, and you have a little cheat sheet on this person. So for me, I've been, I've been really contemplating this more so with Ashley, who is my romantic partner, but again, this can be applied to anybody. So let's say you know, you're approaching your romantic partner and you know that you guys have been fighting a little bit more recently, but you take a look at your cheat sheet, your little partner blueprint, and you look down and you see, okay, Ashley's core values are being understood, working diligently to share her creative process, um, how important her father is to her, and so on and so on. Uh, oh, and she experiences love by presence and listening deeply to the things that she has to verbally express. So these are just a few examples of things that really put Ashley together in my experience. So I go into conflict with this little cheat sheet. Okay, I look down at my cheat sheet and I see, okay, Ashley needs to feel understood in conflict. So I pay close attention to making her feel understood with the way that I pay attention to her, the way that I ask diligent questions, the way that I do my best to understand her. And this is gonna allow her to feel more heard, understood, and cared for in conflict. Great, my cheat sheet helped me with that. What else? Um, maybe based on um, certain other quizzes or questions that we've uncovered, I know that she 
well, essentially, we'll just refer to the love languages here. Another love language of hers would be positive affirmations. So I make a point, based on the cheat sheet that I have, to regularly, positively affirm her with words. And I refer back to this cheat sheet. Okay, how does she experience eroticism through the erotic blueprints by Jaya? How does she experience um, sexuality? And how do I approach that? Because she's my romantic partner. Okay, well, she's a shapeshifter, which means that she can experience eroticism in a lot of different ways. Now, that's not, you know, the most helpful thing to understand in the world, but it does give me some idea that I can be creative in the ways that I approach her to allow a sexual environment to arise. So I put these pieces together. These are just a few things that are on my cheat sheet to the, approach my partner, my, my loving romantic partner, to enhance our relationship. There's a lot of things that can go on this cheat sheet. You know your partner, you know what needs to be on there. Or maybe they know themselves and they know what needs to go on that cheat sheet. So this is something I'm creating. I'm going to put together a little partner blueprint for Ashley. Meaning, well, it's for me in reflecting what I think I know about Ashley on a piece of paper or poster or whatever. To constantly remind myself that these are the things that are going to enhance her and I's relationship. So yeah, like I said before, I'm really curious if this interests you at all, if having a partner blueprint or a you know mom blueprint, if your relationship with your mom is a little bit more difficult, if you had a relational blueprint to the people in your life that it maybe it would help you understand them more and maybe it would help your relationship be a little bit smoother. So that's something I'm playing with. Now that is everything I wanted to cover today. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Instagram Live, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this is what's heavy and present on my heart. I hope that it served you in some way. And if it didn't, bummer. Sorry you had to listen to all that if it didn't serve you. And I will see you next Friday, the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. A little Christmas Eve show. Um, if you guys have any things that you want me to talk about that might interest me reach out give me some prompts that i might be able to dabble with and of course i will have my own ideas for next week as well i love you all thank you so much for being here and i will see you hear you be you next week later y'all